email is something we all take for granted. But in the 1960s, it was only possible to leave a message to be picked up later by another user of the same computer. There were no protocols in place to allow mail to pass from one machine to another. That all changed when internet pioneer Ray Tomlinson came onto the scene. In the late 1990s, Ray gave a short interview for the Open University series TheWebStory.com about how the first true email came about. Well, back in the early 70s, I sent the first email message using a program that I'd written for that purpose over the ARPANET. I was working on a mail program for sending mail between users on a single machine, and I also happened to be working on a new a test and experimental program for sending files over the ARPANET. And it seemed like a, an interesting idea to put them together and not send the message to the user on the same machine, but send it through this file transfer program to another machine. I was just testing at the time, and so I typed whatever came to mind on, at the moment that I was typing it. I may have dragged my fingers across the keyboard and sent QWERTY op, or maybe I said testing one, two, three. The first message that actually went to somebody other than myself was a message about how to send mail to users on other computers on the network. And so in a sense, what the first real message was, was an announcement of the existence of email, of how to use it and so on. One of Ray's colleagues at the time remembers him saying, don't tell anyone, this isn't what we're supposed to be working on. At the time, all I could do was send mail to my cohorts in the same building, in the same office, or in the offices right down the hall. There wasn't much point in doing that because I could just walk out the office and do it just as well. But soon, and within a month or two, we released another version of the operating system we were writing at the time. And we sent this to about half a dozen other sites who were running the same operating system. And we included with it this, this send message program. So that expanded our horizons. We can now send mail among all the users of this particular operating system. And that was useful because we had lots of things to say to each other because we all had the common problems and we were there to fix those problems. So it quickly got a lot of use. It started out mostly with just uh, technical stuff, you know, uh, what do I do when my program does this kinds of things. But it pretty quickly caught on as a convenient way of rounding up a meeting. One of the program managers in the ARPA office uh, quickly discovered that this was the only way to do his business and he started he basically stopped answering the telephone and had all of the people who he was managing send him email instead. So it quickly caught on and, and uh, came, became used for everything. You know, meetings, scheduling trips to the beach, whatever was going on. Ray is also famous for choosing what has become one of the icons of the wired world. I chose the at sign to separate the name of the person or the login name of the user from the computer that he was logging into. Uh, it seemed like a fairly obvious choice at the time. I sort of had a fairly limited set of characters I could choose from. I was, we were using um, Teletype Model 33 uh, printers, and um, they had only about a dozen punctuation marks anyway. And the only one that really made sense was the at sign, since that meant this user was at that computer. I also chose it because it didn't appear in anybody's name. It wasn't, wasn't difficult to decide that the at sign was something within the name as opposed to separating it. Of course, that's no longer true. There's lots of uh, brands and uh, service signs and logos and all kinds of things that include an at sign as part of their name. And they must have difficulty these days using that. 
Looking back, how did Ray view his pioneering contributions to the history of the Internet? The program I wrote only lasted probably six to eight months, and it was replaced by some real email programs. I wrote one, um, half a dozen other people wrote others, and they could all send mail to each other. On the other hand, when I was doing it, I said, this is kind of neat, I kind of like this idea. And in some sense, the only reason it took as long as it did to catch on, it's been, what, 26 years, 27 years, is just there were not that many computers around. And it wasn't until within the last five to 10 years that we've really seen an explosion in the existence of computers and their use in general. From the Open University. For more information, go to www.open.ac.uk forward slash use.